Welcome to the Change of Kim podcast. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, start the show. It's showtime. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm James Howard alongside uh, Kim Carson. Hello. On the uh, show today, we're going to be talking about crazy critter encounters. <laughs> we did a show on this recently and got some really funny phone calls and some phone calls that we didn't air. So we get to share them with you here on the James and Kim cast. By the way, tell your friends about us. Connect with us on social media. It's under the James and Kim cast. Yeah, nothing screams louder than someone going face-to-face with a snake. Ah! Uh, Or really, nothing screams fun. Like streaming your favorite shows, movies, and podcasts like this one here. Over super-fast internet with no buffering, no data caps. Get the gig only from our friends at EPB Fiber Optics. Thank you very much, EPB, for sponsoring our podcast. Now, didn't a snake... Wasn't it a black snake that was right there on the door frame of your house? Did that happen to you? It did. It happened. Um, I've had lots of snake encounters, but that one was like, ugh. It had been there for a little while, and he had gotten stuck coming out of um, my, uh, my, my car garage. I've got a friend of mine. This happened to him last year. I remember we, we had a similar subject on our one of our Wet Nose Wednesdays, and uh, his name's Jeff Parker. He lives here in Ottawa and uh, in our area. <laughs> he posted a picture on Facebook, and it about freaked me out. But it, it was uh, right there as at the doorknob, like right there on the – like he was opening the door after a long day at the office, and a snake was right there next to his arm. What is it with snakes? I mean, they're just I've stepped on one before. I mean, had one in my apartment when I was pregnant with my child. That one was terrifying. Well, they're just starting to wake up. Yeah, they are. They've been in a slumber the last couple of months, you know, with winter, and the snakes are just they're just starting to wake up and and they're like going, "Hmm, I'm hungry. I'm going to go. Ooh, this is there's some damp uh, wet space in here in the basement and then they get in there they're like oh this is too damp and then they they go upstairs oh, oh look yay. at this it's warm and cozy in here ooh I'm in somebody's house <laughs> have ooh. you ever found a house a snake in your house James? oh my gosh oh no not in the house but outside uh, outside I was 30 minutes on African soil this happened a couple of years ago and went almost face to face with one of the world's most deadliest snakes Literally, the world's most venomous snakes. But I'll, I'll share that story here in just a few minutes. We had fun taking everybody's phone calls. And a lot of these phone calls it just didn't make it on the air. Okay, this is uh, uh, happened to a former boss of mine. And he had a couple cats, and they had cornered a possum between them. And he was worried about the possum having rabies or something or whatever. And so he went ahead and called the police. Policemen arrived, and... He told him the story, so the policeman pulled out his revolver and shot the possum, but he only hit it in the tail. And the guy says, well, how are you going to finish it off? Because, you know, he's just playing possum right now. And the <laughs> police officer says, well, I got to account for every bullet that I've fired, and I cannot write the report that I missed this possum at point-blank range. Oh, so what they did was they got a shovel, and he opened up the cruiser uh, trunk, and they put the possum in there and closed it. And then my boss said, you realize you're still playing possum? He goes, well, let the next guy worry about it. My, my ship's about over. 
Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's someone being vicious. Oh, gosh. I'm sure we'll hear from a, a police officer later on in the hour with a possum encounter in his trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so we never did hear from that police officer saying, hey, James and Kim, I have the craziest story. I opened up my police cruiser one day, and it was a tailless possum just looking at me in the face. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> I love the possum stories, and we actually got quite a few of them. Yeah. Also, there was a lady that called us up that rescued a few skunks. Would you do that? No. I would, I would, I would just leave the skunks alone, but anyway, they were having a hard time. They, they were struggling crossing the road. <laughs> Uh, I was going, I was going down the road, and uh, these little skunks was uh, going across the road. It was a mom and three babies. Oh boy! <clears throat> well, I stopped to let them go on across the road. And here, the babies come towards me. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> they was coming towards the vehicle, so I got out actually and picked them up by the nap of the neck and threw them over in the ditch. And they, ca- and they kept coming after me. They wouldn't stop. They kept coming after me. I kept throwing them in the ditch. And, I had traffic just lined up behind me on both ways, coming and going. Do you realize? Do you know what the R stands for on your when, when it comes to shifting gears? It, it stands for reverse. <laughs> hey, uh, I've got a uh, crazy critter story for you. Give us your crazy critter story. Okay, first and foremost, I'm from Kentucky. I'm Benjamin down here, and I love your radio station. Well, thank you. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> um, me and my wife, we do, uh, this was several years ago, we do a lot of um, back uh, country backpacking um, with friends. Cool. And we went on the Cherokee National Forest, and we went about five miles in. We set up our tent and everything, uh, got our bonfire and everything going, and all of us decided to turn in about 1 a.m. Um, we uh, woke up the next morning, um, something was crawling across my leg uh, oh, under the sheet, oh, no. and uh, it actually bit me on the leg, and I threw it back, and it uh, threw the covers back, and it was like a six-foot black snake. Oh, my word. <gasps> so I, I reached down, and I grabbed it. Uh, it had bit me on the leg, which, you know, was no big deal or anything, so I took it outside and turned it loose, but uh, evidently it slept with us all night. We didn't even know it. <laughs> Until it bit you. I'm going to have nightmares when, about that. I, you tell me about it. If I have nightmares, it's always about snakes. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, <sighs> we, we don't we don't know how it got in there or whatever because our tent was sealed and everything. So evidently it was already in there somewhere or another. But um, but it decided to take up residence under our covers. So, I, I, you bet, know. I bet after that episode with that snake in your sleeping bag in your tent, from that point on, you always checked under the covers. I do. <laughs> I, I do. And, and my wife will not go into a tent until I do that. So, you oh, know, gosh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Smart woman. But, uh, again, again I, I wanted to share it with you. I love your station, and uh, thank you for what all y'all do. Hey, we appreciate you listening and supporting us. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Have bye-bye. a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So his story kind of spawned another story at camp, and I was a – perfect kid at camp no yeah right no, what, what are you talking about? so anyway a camp counselor his name was edward brown i put a frog in his sleeping bag you did <laughs> so it to this very day i have tears in my eyes laughing about it usually when <laughs> when uh when i when i think about it but anyway it was at camp cherokee in the okoye area and half the bunkhouse was asleep 
But um, anyway, I found this big frog, and I was like, hey, guys, like, check this out. And I was holding it. I was holding it by its leg. Anyway, I um, I put it in his sleeping bag. <laughs> and about 20 minutes later, he comes in. You know, the lights are off. Everybody's kind of snoring. Half of us were snoring. And all of a sudden, he gets in his sleeping bag. He zips up. And he goes, what the? What? 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 The? And he turns on the light, unzips his <laughs> sleeping bag. And... And this is this is terrible. I love animals, but you know what he did? He I was the the one laughing the hardest, and so he he, he immediately thought it, immediately thought it was me. He said, "You think that's funny?" And he like threw that frog across the across the, the room. That poor frog. I, I know. Yeah, I know. It was it was awful. And it was everyone, terrible. Everyone thinks you're such a nice guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny mo- uh, uh, moment at camp. Okay. Just, yeah. I want to go back to the skunk story, James, because um, I had a close skunk encounter, and I am not ever going to be the one to shoo them off the roadway to keep them safe. Okay. I was living out in the country for a very short period of time in a little rental house, and a skunk came by and sprayed my air conditioner. And the smell went all the way through my house. And it was, uh, let me just tell you, it will make your eyes burn and oh. water. Oh, yeah. It, it, I've had a skunk actually spray underneath the house. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's it's not fun. Um, so it was at the house that they had to just co- totally uh, condemn and they, and they bulldozed it over. <laughs> yeah. I think they the needed house, right? to. Yeah, exactly. My husband and I got ready to go on an RV trip. And he went in the workshop to get something out of his toolbox. One of those red toolboxes, you know, that the lid has to be up for you to pull the drawer out. Oh, no. What was inside? A possum. A possum. <laughs> <laughs> was it a baby possum or a mama possum? Or? It was a pretty good-sized possum. Can you imagine leaving to go on an RV trip? And leaving the possum in the toolbox. <laughs> oh, that possum went on for went for a ride. <sighs> oh, it was going to stay in the toolbox while we were gone riding around the country. That's what, funny. What a tool. <laughs> James. Hey, well, I, it's not a close encounter animal story, but it's kind of a funny one. Okay. Oh, good. Tell, yeah, us. tell us a funny, yeah. funny story. Okay. So, well... <laughs> My husband came in probably about eight or nine years ago, and he went back outside with some food, and I said, what are you doing? And he said, well, we've got a possum. And I said, oh, no, because I'm scared of mice, and and they're just kind of ugly. But, I mean, I know they're really good to have in your yard. But I was like, oh, no. I was like, don't start feeding that possum. I'm like, I don't want that possum around here. And so he said, okay. So the next day uh after we ate i told him i said take those leftovers out there and feed the possum he said i thought you didn't want the possum to be fed and i said yeah feed the possum so anyway i used to do home health i'm a home health used to be a home health nurse and so anyway i got up the next morning and he works night shift and we had some old pork chops in the freezer well i threw them in the crock pot with some kind of not rotten in potatoes but kind of you know mushy potatoes and uh, cooked it and so my husband, this was on Friday, and so he said, hey, he said, what's for supper tonight? And I said, well, we're going to go out. I said, I'm too tired to cook. He said, well, what's in the crock pot? I said, well, that's for the possum. <laughs> and so I had already started cooking for the possum. Oh, my so gosh. The, the joke of the, the year was is we looked up in the den probably a few weeks after that, and there were two possums. And my husband said, yeah, he said he invited, we started calling him Pete the possum. He said, yeah, he said, uh, 
Pete the Possum's invited a date over. He said it's date night. It's Friday night dinner and a movie. He said he's going to eat and they're going to watch it because we used to do bonfires. He said he's going to watch us do the bonfire. And it's, it's a dinner and a movie. But oh. I, I just thought that was hilarious. But yeah, but I was like fussing at him for not for feeding it, and then I started cooking for it. And I cooked for it probably for about two years. Good gracious. You're talking about pork chops and, and crock pots. Well, That's it one was, lucky you know, possum. it was like pork chops, you know, that had been in your freezer, you know, for a while when you start cleaning out stuff that had a little bit of freezer burn and stuff. So anyway, so, yeah, and anything we had left over, you know, after a few days, if we didn't need it, we would take it out and feed the possum. <laughs> so funny. You have a good yeah. heart. <laughs> That well, is... I'm, I'm an animal lover. We feed raccoons and possums and deer. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff where I live, so oh we my, feed it all. Oh, but, my goodness. Yeah, but that Pete the Possum story is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. B- bye. bye So one of my favorite phone calls, which we did air, and just in case you missed it, it's about an octopus. <laughs> This is one of the weirdest we got. So that's that's all the way. And, yes, I'll, t- I'll tell you about my deadly snake encounter obviously i'm still alive it didn't bite me but it was close it was very close but there's nothing more annoying than being charged for hitting your internet data limit yeah especially these days but thanks to our wonderful sponsor epb fiber optics uh, there are no data caps yeah you can uh, use as much bandwidth as you want at no additional charge so get the gig. You can get 1,000 megabits of speed for just $67.99 a month. Get the gig from EPB. So this is one of my favorite crazy critter encounter stories of the morning. It's about the guy with the pet octopus. This is hilarious. <laughs> well, I, I had a 125-gallon saltwater tank in my living room, and I bought me an octopus. Oh, my gosh. And I fell asleep on the couch one night. Oh, no. And I woke up, and the octopus was walking beside me on the coffee table. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. How big was the octopus? Uh, If you stretched its tentacles out, it was about two foot, (gasps) you know, 24 inches. Were you afraid that octopus was going to suck your face? <laughs> well, my wife was complaining about me the days before that. She kept sending these little sucker marks on the coffee table and thought the kids were playing with a toy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was just, like, hopping out? Yeah, yeah. I sat there and watched it. That's, I made a little noise. It went back over and crawled up and went right back in the tank. So, oct- oh, so octopuses, they, they live a long time. Do you still have this octopus? Well, I don't know who had, I don't know how long it lived because I took it back to the store the next day. Oh goodness! Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> handle it. Oh, hey, sir, you got uh, ten tickles from from that story from us. <laughs> ten tickles. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, James, we've been waiting for it. Tell us about the African encounter with the world's deadliest snake. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm looking at pictures of it now. I'm having flashbacks. Look at this picture. This is, yeah. All right. Ah, I don't want to look at it. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. So, so I I took a mission trip to Swaziland, Africa. Swaziland, they've changed the name of of that country now. It's no longer Swaziland. But, yeah, the king of Swaziland was always insulted when people thought it was more, it was like in Switzerland. You know, oh, right. so he so he changed it. So anyway, 
it, it's in, it, it, we we fly into Johannesburg and it's about six and a half hours. Gosh, I think it's six and a half hours south southeast of Johannesburg, and we were on Swaziland soil for like maybe thirty minutes. And you know, there's thatched huts all over the place, and the uh, the our, our leader said, "Okay, there's two things you really need to watch out for here in Africa. One, don't ever feed the monkeys. There are monkeys everywhere. And he said, always watch where you step because the snakes here will kill you in a matter of 15 minutes. So he said, uh, all right, come back here in about two hours. But you guys kind of just roam the area and kind of get uh, familiar with, with the place. And the first five minutes monkeys were all over like all over us like up above trees everywhere and about 20 minutes later i'm on this old rusty bridge and what i thought was a limb falls out of a tree and lands literally inches from my left arm and i didn't think anything about it until i almost put my hand on this bridge (laughs) and it was a green and black snake now I was with my daughter, and I said, whoa, 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 look at that snake. And, of course, I backed up about 10 feet and took some pictures of it. I later found out that is one of the world's most venomous snakes. It's a boom slang, a boom slang snake. And it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a large-eyed green tree snake that I heard that I would have lasted 20 minutes. They didn't even have an anti-venom for the snake if it would have bitten me do you still have the pictures for this i do can we post them <laughs> on the james and kim cast page let's do <laughs> unfortunately i do have i still have pictures <laughs> i'm trying to put this out of my memory but anyway it was uh that was my snake encounter my, that is such a <laughs> freaky one too but only you james like if it's gonna if something extreme is gonna happen it's gonna happen to james Howard. <laughs> uh, it was it was but a crazy. good story it, it since was, it had a good bizarre. outcome it did yeah from that point on i mean i was puckered up everywhere i stepped and put my hand I, I, well we so appreciate you participating and uh, we appreciate the stories and we appreciate you listening to the james and kim cast and of course James and Kim in the morning on Sunday 92.3, Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. Before we go, we have to say once again thanks to our sponsors, EPV Fiber Optics, $67.99 a month, and you're getting 1,000 megabits. I love it. I love EPV. Until next time, have a great day.